أكبر أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله أشهد أن محمد رسول الله أشهد أن محمد رسول الله الصلاة حي على الصلاة حي على الفلا الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونستهديه ونعوذ بالله تعالى من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضل فلن تجد له وليا مرشدا وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأن سيدنا محمدا عبده ورسوله وصفيه من خلقه وخليله بلغ الرسالة وأدى الأمانة ونصح للأمة فكشف الله تعالى به الغم وجاهد في الله حق جهاده حتى أتاه اليقين من ربه اللهم صل وسلم على سيدنا محمد الرحمة المهداة وعلى آل بيته الطيبين الطاهرين وعلى أصحابه وعلى من تبعهم بإحسان إلى يوم الدين يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون all praises belonging to Allah Azza wa Jal. May the peace and blessings be upon his beloved Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and upon his family and companions in entirety. We ask Allah Azza wa Jal on this blessed day of Friday to guide us, to better us, to make the Ummah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam whole, united, gathered upon goodness. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us a people who strive for his pleasure, who strive 
for the betterment of humanity and society. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala relieve society of corruption and of corrupt people, of aggression and aggressors, of oppression and oppressors. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala rid the world of those who perpetuate falsehood, those who use falsehood for their own personal agendas, those who use falsehood to harm innocent people and transgress against Allah's boundaries. We pray to Allah Azza wa Jal that He gives healing to our brothers and sisters in Palestine and in Gaza as the bloodshed and the genocide against Gaza commenced once again today. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to guide us through this difficulty for the ummah and to make Gaza the beginning of a pathway for great change for humanity. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bring to light truth through what's happening in Gaza and bring to light falsehood through what's happening there. Brothers and sisters, today we've, we're pained, we're shocked by the reality of more airstrikes, more bloodshed, over a hundred people dead, over 200 targets struck, according to the Israeli military. We woke up from a dream that lasted a week, thinking for a moment that the ceasefire was going to be the end of it, and hopefully we'll have a chance to heal. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has His decree. And to what extent this Aggression will cause the ummah of Muhammad sallallahu and the hearts of people to truly awaken. What's happening in Gaza will stop when Allah wants it to stop. And through this journey and this process, we'll continue to learn. We'll continue to reflect. We'll continue to figure out how we need to tread the path forward as an ummah. We began discussing, brothers and sisters, in the past weeks, how we can truly be active in this process of change. Our deen always teaches us an active participation with goodness. Our deen never teaches us to be passive participants to, to the realities of life and the realities of society. No, I need to do something about it. I need to change the way I operate. I need to figure out what's the roadmap for change for me as an individual and us as a community. I need to shift my priorities. I need to redirect my emotions. I need to do something about what's happening. And as we've been emphasizing, the pent-up emotions that we all get need to be used in some way because if it's not, it'll become dead weight. It'll become taqa salbiya, a negative energy. Emotions, if not directed properly, will become this negative energy within. Instead of leading to hope, it'll lead to despair. We pray to Allah Azza wa Jal on this blessed day of Jumu'ah. Our hope is in Him. We are al-du'afa, and He is al-qawi. He is the all-powerful. We are the weak ones to Him. He's al-aziz. The Almighty and we are those humbled before Him. He's the all-knowledgeable and we're the ignorant ones. He's the all-capable 
And we are the powerless ones. And we find power in realizing he is the all-capable and we're powerless. This is the source of power and empowerment for the Ummah of Muhammad Wasallam. Oh Allah, we are powerless if you don't give us power. And we're incapable if you do not enable us. And we're misguided if you don't guide us. Oh Allah, we have no guidance and no direction forward if you don't lay it forth before us. Oh Allah, you're best aware of the circumstances of the ummah and of the humanity. And you're best aware of those who transgress against your boundaries without regard. Those who've justified for themselves doing the most atrocious things that every person of conscience cannot imagine is happening in 2023. Oh Allah, you're aware of all this. You're aware of what's public and what's concealed and our trust is in you. Enduring trust in Allah. Brothers and sisters, we began speaking last week about how me becoming an active participant in this change starts with me denouncing the toxic attachments of dunya. I need to do that to myself. I need to rid myself of, of this disease that's been described as the core disease of the heart that clouds judgment, distorts perceptions. I need to figure that out on a personal level. I will not allow my personal whims to continue to drag me down into a lowly disposition. I need to elevate myself. Life is showing us clear, evident signs. I need to be one who's willing to embrace those signs. This khutbah, we need to talk more about this. What are, what are those signs and how do I embrace them? How can I actively live as a person who embraces truth? Brothers and sisters, one of the critical parts of last week's khutbah, as we were speaking and demolishing the idol of worldliness and toxic worldly attachment, was us speaking about that beautiful man from Gaza who said the words, Ruh al-Ruh, about his granddaughter. Adi Ruh al-Ruh. This is the soul of my soul, his daughter's daughter. And he had this such beautiful disposition. This beautiful spiritual reaction to a reality of great trial. With such calm demeanor. Pain, yes, but calm demeanor. He turned out to be the best khatib. The most eloquent of speech. Even if he's someone who's obscure, Obscure, unknown. His personal identity is not very significant, but his impact was massive. Brothers and sisters, think about that scene. How this man with this beard and turban was able to undo millions and millions of dollars spent on tarnishing that exact image. All the... News reports, the terminology, the distortions of truth, and the smear campaigns against the beard and turban. And this man with his beautiful humanity was able to demolish that. Even in the hearts of Westerners, people who aren't Muslim, so to say, who are observing this man's humanity could see. Many people remark this, every time I see this man I start crying. I can't stop crying because of how his beautiful disposition is. Many people remark that, brothers and sisters. And when we consider this, we, we realize 
a fundamental truth. This is something I, I need to embrace as a Muslim. I believe in this. I believe that Allah is Al-Haqq, the manifest truth. And I as a Muslim believe that profound truth has the power, the power, the power to extinguish all falsehood. No way can falsehood outdo truth. And the quicker I realize this as a Muslim, the quicker I embody this and, and implement this in every aspect of my life, the quicker I will realize what's the source of true power. Brothers and sisters, the true power of the ummah of Muhammad wasallam is in its commitment to truth, is in true sincerity, is in being genuine to our principles, genuine to our humanity. Brothers and sisters, this is something that should not be understated. It is a source of immense power. We see this from the example of this man and his love for his granddaughter. Brothers and sisters, Allah tells us about this reality in the Quran. Allah tells us, rest assured, if you're a person of truth, committed to truth and guidance, committed to justice, committed to what's right, that voice will endure past falsehood. History proves this, and we've said it many times. History is the graveyard of oppressors and oppressive nations. Many have gone, but those who are intoxicated on their power don't get it. They don't get it. They think that they can get away with it and survive the test of time. But history will be their graveyard. Brothers and sisters, Allah says, Allah says, those who perpetuate falsehood, those who embrace falsehood and corruption, those who spew it upon the masses, will spend whatever they will spend. And then it'll be their ultimate source of regret. And then they'll experience their demise and ultimately their return and judgment is before their maker. Brothers and sisters, when we think about the reality of Gaza, the reality of Israel, the reality of Zionism, the reality of corrupt powers in the world today, Allah refuses, as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Allah refuses but to expose Zionism to the world and disgrace it for the falsity that it is. Brothers and sisters, this is one of the things that Allah is teaching us through the realities in Gaza. Truth will debilitate falsehood. Truth will debilitate falsehood in every sense of the word, emotionally and spiritually and socially. Falsehood, propaganda, is all bankrupt. That's true bankruptcy. And some of the ugly manifestations of this that we came across in the past week is in politics. APAC. 
exposing to us the dark reality of American politics today. Willing to spend millions in every direction on every person just to silence all detractors. Anyone who's willing to say a word, people are coming out against that. Sister Rashida Tuleb and the $20 million that was offered to some, hey, just go run against her. We need to remove, we need to silence this voice. We are willing to spend millions on that just to silence opposition. Who does this remind us of, brothers and sisters? Such a fir'auni and fir, such a fir'auni disposition. Fir'aun, he had the same reaction as he wanted to silence anyone who would speak out against him. As Musa alayhi salam was debating him, he said to him, if you don't stop, O Musa, I'll put you in the prisons. I will torture you and Bani Israel. Along with you. Stop, O Musa! Responding to words with abuse, with physical threats, with silencing. It didn't just happen with that, brothers and sisters. This is happening at school and work on different levels. People threatened out of their jobs or losing their jobs. People in their schools, their universities, their their, 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 their high schools, the, the threats of defunding anyone who speaks out against Israel, the infiltration of the Masajid, brothers and sisters, is happening and will continue to happen. People sitting among us who are frauds and fraudulent, Allah knows the nifaq and hypocrisy in their heart, seeking to find something. They could hold against others to get them into trouble. Reminding us of the post 9-11 reality. Brothers and sisters, but we need to be a people who are strongly committed. Genuine and honestly committed to the truth. Because the truth liberates the heart. The truth liberates the soul. Hypocrisy enslaves people. That's our belief on this spiritual dynamic. Nifaq holds people hostage to their whims. But sincerity liberates. Ya Allah. The Prophet ﷺ speaks to this reality. The Prophet ﷺ teaches us to be genuine in all our dealings. He says, عَلَيْكُمْ بِالصِّدْقِ فَإِنَّ الصِّدْقَ يَهْدِي إِلَى الْبِرِّ وَإِنَّ الْبِرَّ يَهْدِي إِلَى الْجَنَّةِ وَإِيَّاكُمْ وَالْكَذِبِ and he says, Prophet says, be a people of truth. Be a people who are genuine and sincere. Because sincerity, being genuine, leads to benevolence and benevolence leads to Jannah. And he says, beware of lying because lying leads to aggression and rebellion, fusuq against Allah's boundary, and that ultimately leads to hellfire. Brothers and sisters, Allah is Al-Haq. Allah is Al-Haq. It's one of His names and attributes, the manifest truth. The manifest truth, because 
everything in his existence points to that ultimate reality that we all will be gone. كُلُّ مَنْ عَلَيْهَا فَانْ وَيَبْقَى وَجْهُ رَبِّكَ ذُو الْجَلَالِ وَالْإِكْرَامِ And when I go, there's only one thing, one thing I'll take with me alone. My actions, my decisions, my choices, the way I embraced life, brothers and sisters. Such a beautiful way to live life in this, in this disposition and this outlook on existence. I will continue to strive to do what's right even if it costs me. Our beloved Prophet ﷺ, brothers and teacher, sisters, teaches us this. Even when we're dealing with our antagonists. We know the hadith. This shows the Prophet ﷺ's profound commitment to truth. The hadith of Sayyidina Hudayfa, Ibn al-Yaman and his father. Before Badr happened. He said, the only thing that stopped me from, from joining the Prophet ﷺ in Badr was, was that the mushrikeen, the disbelievers, stopped me and my father as we were making our way to the Prophet ﷺ. And they said, where are you going? Where are you going? So they said, we're going to Medina. So then the mushrikeen disbelievers made them take an oath. Are you really going to Medina? Take an oath that you will not go join the Prophet ﷺ as the Prophet ﷺ was getting ready for Badr. So they took this oath and they went to the Prophet ﷺ. Prophet ﷺ, Murabbil Ajyal, Murshid Al Ummah, Al Hadi Ilallah, our beloved Prophet ﷺ, the teacher of generations. Our guide, our spiritual guide, and our master Muhammad wasallam, asked them. They, they told the Prophet wasallam, that they've come and they were approached and they were asked and they were made to take an oath. The Prophet wasallam, said to them in Sarifah, نَفِي لَهُمْ بِعَهْدِهِمْ وَنَسْتَعِينُ اللَّهَ عَلَيْهِمْ Get out of here. You'll not join us. Go! Go, you're not going to join us in Badr even though we need every man and we're going to be outnumbered one to three. Prophet said, We will be loyal to our promise and our covenant. You made an oath that you won't join me. You're not going to join me. And we'll seek assistance in Allah. Brothers and sisters, the truth truly liberates darkness, falsehood, Hypocrisy, that enslaves. Wallahi, someone who embraces the darkness is a weak soul. May Allah not make us weak souls. May Allah liberate us from the darkness of falsehood. Wallahi, someone who embraces that disingenuous, fake approach to life is not someone who has the strength to deal with the problems of life. Brothers and sisters, this is a reality. That we need to figure out. This is part of the roadmap for change. Brothers and sisters, when we look at change and how it happened throughout history. And we said this before. When Salahuddin al-Ayyubi, radiallahu anhu, conquered Jerusalem, liberated Jerusalem. 
When he liberated Jerusalem, that was preceded by a generation that was on certain foundations and values, elevated outlooks. I need to elevate my outlook towards life. Yes, we're in this for the long run. It did not start with Gaza. It's not going to end with Gaza. We need to zoom out. Wallahi, anyone who gets exposed to the brightness of truth will see how ugly falsehood is. That's one of the realities and powers of truth. Brothers and sisters, the beauty of truth exposes the ugliness and fraudulence of falsehood. Allah says this, as we said, He is Al-Haqq, Allah says, بَلْ نَقْذِفُ بِالْحَقِّ عَلَى الْبَاطِلِ فَيَدْمَغُهُ فَإِذَا هُوَ زَاهِقٌ Allah says, we cast with truth upon falsehood and it debilitates it and renders it useless. That's what Allah says about truth. Allah is Al-Haqq and Allah says فَتَعَالَ اللَّهُ الْمَلِكُ الْحَقِّ Allah says وَيُحِقُّ اللَّهُ الْحَقَّ بِكَلِمَاتِهِ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says Allah will affirm truth with His words. Allah will allow truth to come to light. Falsehood can reign for a period of time but it will eventually diminish. This is a belief and i'tiqad I have in my heart about the realities of the world. And my own personal realities. I need to embrace this truth in every aspect of my life. Profound sidq is what caused Umar to become Al-Faruq. And it is what gave him Al-Furqan, the ability to destroy the criterion. Sayyidina Umar Al-Faruq was someone who was firmly committed to truth. The shaitan had no chance with Umar. The shaitan gets his way in our lives, in many different situations, brothers and sisters. Our conflicts, our disputes, the way we deal with our personal vices, the way we govern our bodies, the way that we deal with the challenges of our lives. The shaitan gets the best with us. But the more we become committed to truth, brothers and sisters, the shaitan will have no access. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, and he describes the Qur'an. What's the power of the Qur'an? The power of the greatest gift that we have as an ummah. The power of the Qur'an is in that falsehood has no access to it. It's not me saying that. Allah says that. Allah says, لا يأتيه الباطل من بين يديه ولا من خلفه تنزيل من حكيم حميد Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, you want unimaginable power in your life? Access the Qur'an. You know why it's so powerful? Because falsehood can't access it. When you have the Qur'an in your heart and in your life and governing your worldviews, you'll be someone who's released from all the burdens, all the, all the distortions, all the, all, the, all the weights that are on the shoulder because of hawa and whim. Brothers and sisters, this is a haqiqah and a reality. Our Prophet ﷺ, he teaches us and he tells us that in the end of times, there will be a rise for ignorance and there will be a downfall for knowledge. And this rise for ignorance and this downfall for knowledge is not speaking to a reality about information, technology, resources, 
advancements, human material advancements, not speaking to that reality. It's speaking to a level of spiritual IQ, awareness, that will be lost upon people with PhDs and brilliant minds. That's what it's speaking to. The Prophet ﷺ, he tells us that in the end of time, critical positions are going to be assumed by the people who will abuse them most. People who will be so unfitting, unbefitting of leadership, unbefitting, misinformed. I'm misinformed and so unbefitting of speaking to dynamics of society. In fact, actively perpetuating the things that lead to dismantling society. This is our struggle as an ummah, brothers and sisters. Wallahi, when we come to assess the reality in Gaza, it is symptomatic of something else that the ummah as a whole is going through. It's not just about occupation. Yes, occupation has caused many ugly realities to unfold and come to light. But it's about something symptomatic in the ummah that we've been dealing with in the modern times, our modern struggles, brothers and sisters, the dismantlement of Muslim societies, the erosion of values, the erosion of values, seeding corruption in daily life. These are the sources of weakness. If we can break out of this, wallahi, no power can stand in our face in the world as we know it. The rise of ignorance, the Prophet ﷺ speaks to this and he says, قبل سنون يكذب فيها الصادق ويصدق فيها الكاذب ويخون فيها الأمين ويؤتمن فيها الخائن وينطق فيها الرويبضة Prophet ﷺ speaks to a reality that's rife with falsehood. That's dominated by the darkness of falsehood. He says, sallallahu alayhi wasallam, to this reality that will be governed by propaganda, not by knowledge and awareness. This is the solution to our reality, brothers and sisters. Everything tainting the, the struggle of our brothers and sisters in Palestine as it's being addressed nationally and internationally is all coming from a place of deep ignorance, propaganda. It's not coming from knowledge and awareness. And whenever someone with deep knowledge and awareness actually speaks, they're quick to silence him or her. Prophet says in this hadith, before the hour there will be deceitful years. A liar will be seen as someone truthful and someone truthful will be seen as a liar. A trustworthy person will be seen as a treacherous person. And a treacherous person will be embraced as trustworthy. And then he says, the Ruwaybidah will speak. Who is that? Someone insignificant, petty, unworthy, will be speaking about public policy, will be speaking about things affecting nations, will be speaking about pe things that are affecting people's lives. That's who will be making the decisions. People who see human beings as animals, cut off the water, cut off the electricity. Or as the media does not like to shine and light upon. That rhetoric that's coming around, all those children of Gaza and Palestine are future terrorists.
justifying killing them because one day they're going to be terrorists. That's the ugly, ugly nature of falsehood. Distortions of understanding the Prophet ﷺ speaks to this reality. He says that this will happen in the end of times. كيف بكم إذا لم تأمروا بالمعروف ولم تنهوا عن المنكر Prophet ﷺ said, how will you become when you're a people who don't really speak out for what's right and speak out against what's wrong? So they said to the Prophet ﷺ, will this really happen? O Prophet of Allah, the Prophet ﷺ said something worst will happen. He says, كيف بكم إذا أمرتم بالمنكر ونهيتم عن المعروف How will your situation be when you begin to command falsehood and forbid goodness? That's speaking to the realities. And that's why Sayyidina Umar, he teaches this, this dua to be an ummah that seeks to see truth as truth is. Allahumma arina al-haqqa haqqa warzukna tiba'ah warina al-batila batila and show us falsehood as falsehood is and bless us to avoid it. Ask Allah Azza wa Jal to enable us and guide us to embrace truth, to be a people of truth, proponents of truth, guides for truth, sincere and genuine in every endeavor that we make. Allahumma ameen, Allahumma ameen. Ud'u Allah wa antum muqinuna bil ijaba. الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على سيدنا محمد أشرف الخلق وسيد المرسلين وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله ولتنظر نفس ما قدمت لغد واتقوا الله إن الله خبير بما تعملون أما بعد brothers تقدموا إلى الأمام فسحوا يفسح الله لكم if you see any space in front of you please fill it جزاكم الله خيرا بارك الله فيكم what does this actionably mean okay Allah will show me truth Allah is the manifest truth Yes, Allah will not allow falsehood to reign. Yes, the brightness of truth will expo expose the darkness of falsehood. All of this is great. What does this actionably mean? We said it needs to be implemented. I need to live by it. I need to be committed to it. I need to be part of this train change as, a, as an individual. How can that be? Brothers and sisters, I need to get into the spiritual and emotional disposition of the one who said, Ruh al-Ruh. He was able to impact not because he was emotional. Not because he was sad that he lost his granddaughter. Not because he was dealing with a difficult situation. There was something special. There's something special about this man. There's so many scenes of carnage and death in Gaza. Why this one among all is really getting to people's hearts. I need to get into that spiritual disposition. When I become a person... Who's true and genuine, Allah, whatever comes from the heart, will penetrate the heart. Allah will allow what's inside me to penetrate the hearts of honest people. Brothers and sisters, I need to tread a different path with my disputes. I need to govern my attitudes towards life in a, in a more esteemed way. I need to snap out of it. It's enough is enough. Two months of what we've seen in Gaza, in my personal private life, I cannot allow myself to be lowly. Continuing to hold grudges against people. Continuing to become selfish in my choices. I can't do that. I need to incorporate selfless things and I need to do it now. This is what creates 
the foundations for what will change the condition of the ummah. Every one of us. We are in the stage of building the jeel and the generation that ultimately will liberate Al-Aqsa and liberate Jerusalem. Just like the generation before Salahuddin did. We need to believe in this and embrace this as a reality. What are the theological foundations needed for this? I need to ask myself that question. Truth. Detachment from worldly things. Honesty, sincerity, justice. What social and family dynamics need to be in place for that generation to come about? What personal commitments will I take to really be someone who's active in changing the condition of the ummah? I need to be committed to my principles. What does that mean? How can I truly be committed to the ummah? And not be sincere and genuine in my work and in my relationships. It just doesn't work like that. If I'm someone who really cares about the ummah of Muhammad and then I go to steal, cheat and lie and take advantage of others and act in an opportunistic way, I'm fraudulent. I'm not a person of truth. How can I claim to want Allah's forgiveness when I don't forgive? Let me look right now in this khutbah on this Friday. Any person I have in my mind, in my scope, in my reality, that I have a grudge towards for the sake of being someone who embraces truth, I'm going to forgive them. That's going to empower you and give you strength. Wallahi, it will. Wallahi, it will. That's so relevant to what's happening now in the world. If I, as a person, choose to embrace light, the world will be a more illuminating space. It won't be dark. How could I claim to want justice when I wrong my own soul? I need to ask myself these questions. I need to amplify my self-awareness and my accountability. These things all lead to the direction of change for the ummah. I need to be willing to sacrifice. Sacrifice what? I need to be willing to sacrifice my ego. Sacrifice my time and my reputation. Enough with the selfish endeavors. I can't be just committed to my work, my business, my family. I need to do something more with the moments and time that I have in this dunya. This is the roadmap for change. These are all components for real lasting change for us as a community, as individuals and as an ummah. Wallahi, brothers and sisters, wallahi, brothers and sisters, if we liberate our souls in this sense, we will find unimaginable power as an individual and as an ummah. I ask Allah Azza wa Jal to allow that to manifest within us and around us in a very profound way. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us true ansar of our Habib Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us agents for change, committed to his book, committed to upholding truth, committing to his prophet, committed to the betterment of society. Committed to, committed to rooting corruption from society. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allow us in our lifetimes to see better days for humanity. May Allah rid the earth from the superpowers that use their power to abuse human beings, to corrupt the land and sea, to corrupt the sources of living, to corrupt nations and ruin society. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala remove from power anyone who abuses their power. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give weakness to all those who use their strength for wrongfulness. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala liberate the ummah of Muhammad sallallahu within and without and gather us and gather our affairs, gather our hearts upon goodness, 
goodness. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us strength upon truth. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us a people of truth. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to grant us that. May Allahumma fillana warhamna wa'afina wa'afu anna wa tajawaz an sayyatina wa'afu li sagheerina wa kabirina wa dhakarina wa unthana wa shahidina wa ghaibina Allahumma man ahyaytahu minna fa'ahihi ala al-eeman wa man amattahu minna fa'amitu ala al-islam. Allahumma ja'al khayra umrina akhirah. Waj'al khayra amalina khawatima. Waj'al khayra iyamina. Yawma nalqaka fihu anta radhan anna. Amin, amin. Wa akhir da'wan. Alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Wa akum as-salah. الله أكبر الله أكبر أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله أشهد أن محمد رسول الله حي على الصلاة حي على الفلاح قد قامت الصلاة قد قامت الصلاة الله أكبر الله أكبر لا إله إلا الله لا إله إلا الله uh, please note that Salat al-Asr is in uh, less than 10 minutes, so we're going to pray after Jumu'ah as soon as the Adhan comes in, insha'Allah. Jazakumullah khair. Allahu Akbar. بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين اهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين Ameen. Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim. Ila zulzilatil ardu zilzalaha. Wa akhrajatil ardu afqalaha. Wa qalal insanu malaha yawma idhin tuhadith wa akhbaraha bi anna rabbaka awhalaha. يومئذ يصدر الناس أشتاتا ليروا أعمالهم فمن يعمل مثقال ذرة خيرا يره ومن يعمل مثقال ذرة شرا يره الله أكبر سمع الله لمن حمده الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر Allahu Akbar Bismillahirrahmanirrahim Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen 
الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين اهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين آمين بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم قل يا أيها الكافرون لا أعبد ما تعبدون ولا أنتم عابدون ما أعبد ولا أنا عابد ما عبدتم ولا أنتم عابدون ما أعبد لكم دينكم وليدين الله أكبر سمع الله لمن حمده الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر السلام عليكم ورحمة الله السلام عليكم ورحمة الله الله السلام عليكم ورحمة الله تقبل